I'm too, I'm a little bit plumbing. Yeah, here we go, (laughs) Sherry. Welcome everybody to the Nurse Mark and the Green Nurse Daily Dose of AFA. Oh, I'm excited (laughs) to We bring you hope. I know, you're making me laugh. Where we bring you H for hope. I for inspiration, G for growth, and H for healing, so you can start your day off the The AFA AFA way. way. I love that H for hope, I for inspiration, G for growth, H for healing. It feels like a romper room thing. Like back in the day, there was this TV show that all us kids watched. And it seems like, you know, H is for hope, I is for inspiration, G is for growth, and H is for healing. Isn't it? So, you know, you didn't think you were going to get something like this first thing in the morning on a, what day is today? Wednesday. <laughs> on a Wednesday morning, a wild, wacky Wednesday. Let's start off with that message, Sherry. You are absolutely fucking amazing. Absolutely. No exactly as you are. Doubt. Exactly as you are. When in doubt, wipe it out, right? right. When in doubt, wipe that. My God, you know, people go through life feeling like, oh, if I only obtain this degree, oh, if only I had this house, if only I get this car, someday in the future when I have enough money. Let me tell you, my greatest memories, my greatest treasured memories are when I had nothing, like the family had nothing, no money. But we were tight, like we spent time. You know, it's those moments that I look back and say, that was amazing. It's not the moments where I spent all this money and I was in a penthouse suite in New York City, partying my ass off or doing whatever. (laughs) Although those were good times too. (laughs) But those, you know, it doesn't, it's (laughs) not about that. It's about absolutely knowing that you're amazing exactly as you are. And we accumulate all of these bullshit stories because that's what our brain does. We remember everything that ever comes in, your brain's got it in here. It does, even if you don't consciously, you know, connect to it, every single thing and experience that you've had is stored in this amazing brain that we have, this thing that we still don't understand that we've studied, people have studied for thousands and thousands of years. We still don't understand it really. And the part that's really cool too, if you think about what the brain looks like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's really kind of odd shaped. It's got all these little nooks and crannies. Yeah. So, right. So just think of the imagine, just let your imagination go uh-huh. <laughs> from all the past experiences, however old you are, right? You start to collect them in those nooks and crannies <laughs> in your brain. And you never know when another you know, thought or emotion right. is gonna come up from that nook and cranny. <laughs> Here, yeah, I was talking to this. I was talking about this the other day with somebody. We were talking about emotions, how emotions just come up and you start to experience them, you know, based on whatever experience you're in at the moment. You'll have this emotion attached to it. You have no freaking control over that emotion. You have none. It just is that circuit lights up and you get that limbic system and you and you and it's you have that emotion associated with whatever experience you have. Consider whatever emotion you're having at that particular time has really nothing to do with what's happening at that particular moment with that person or situation. It's always something in the past. So that's the beauty of human being. The beauty of being human being. Here's a really cool thing to think about. 
So, and this is about peeling layers back, those uh-huh. onion layers. So just think about when you get triggered and you get mad, right? Just mm-hmm. think, sit, sit in that madness for a minute and just say, what is really behind the anger? And I'm going to tell you right now, it's a very vulnerable emotion. Of course right? it is. Because it's hard for us to feel vulnerable. It's hard it's for us to feel fear. sad, disappointed. It's- right yes all these emotions come forth right because they're you feel vulnerable and we don't want to feel vulnerable so what comes forth ahead of it the anger (laughs) right the irritation the you know the lashing out or the triggering of of behaviors that we don't want to engage in so once you can start to identify the emotion behind that big fat ugly one that we don't like that makes us human (laughs) we're going to be able to bring it back oh yeah and, um, and manage a lot better Mm-hmm. Daily sure. love, Mark. Oh my God, just, we're going you bring in. So much every day, Mark brings in so much love. Where is that banner? Subscribe to the Daily Love. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Listen, we're all about the love. Like I, you know, are, I really funny. do. I really do love myself. Even eat. I have so many. I, I'm human. You're human. It's just what it is. How we operate in the world, what we do is all mostly outside of our control. We had this illusion of having free will, doing what I want. You know, Frank Sinatra, my way. Yeah, Frankie, you didn't necessarily do it your way. It just rolled out. Looked like it. Yeah. So let's talk daily love. Yeah. Well. This is a good one for oh. today, Sherry. I love it. Let me put my reading glasses on, everybody. Oh, the tortoiseshell. They're beautiful. You know, I'm a huge fan of Emmett Fox. If you don't know who Emmett Fox is, go look him up. He was a Christian New Age philosopher who was really prevalent in the 1930s, which if uh, you've had your history, your U.S. history, came from the U.K. and uh, in the 1930s um, to the U.S. from the U.K., which if you think about it was kind of freaking crazy because the U.S. was in shambles. I mean, there were no jobs and people were in soup lines and struggling. There were no government programs to help people out, which we have that safety net that we have today, albeit not not the greatest, but it's a safety net, right? It's a help for people. None of that was in place. People were starving to death, literally, in the country. So he was active during this time. And... uh and his thing was a lot of the a lot of the people who were active in that time in the self help and the you know in the in the movement to um, help people deal with life were all about what you think is what you get how you how you think is what you're going to manifest because if you think about it the Great Depression did the money disappear. No, it's still there. It was still there. <laughs> Money was you there. You didn't see it. Yeah, the manufacturing job, I mean, the manufacturing capacity was there. The raw materials were there. The money was there. So what changed? The way people thought. All of a sudden, it was, everybody thought it was doom and gloom. It was the end. It was this moment in time where, where it just wasn't, you know, people had this, this general thought that it was never going to change. So anyway. Here we go. Making terms with the adversary. Here you go. So really, Emmett Emmett wrote a whole book called Mm -hmm. The Golden Key. Look it up. It's great. But 
the golden key. The golden key. And basically that's what this is about. And it's and he's saying in this chapter, he's saying, suppose that you find yourself sneezing. If you say they're there, now I have caught a cold, I'm in for it, and then proceed to dwell upon the thought that you have caught cold. You are giving the trouble the opportunity to dig itself into your mentality. People often indulge in quite a meditation upon colds. Instead, at the first moment that the possibility of catching cold occurs to you, you immediately reject it and affirm the truth. The whole thing will be over in a short time. And so the point is, is dwelling on negative things that are happening in your life are going to continue to have them in your life. As a matter of fact, it's probably going to increase them in your life. So if you say, oh, I don't have enough money to make ends meet, and that's all you think about day in and day out, how hard life is, how money is hard to come by, what's going to manifest in your life is there's not enough money, money is hard to come by. That's what will happen. So it's about... Yeah, go ahead, Cher. No, yeah, so I know I want to... Go ahead, finish. It's about yeah, so, the, really. so the thing is, again, it's that human experience. It's, it's how our brains operate. You understand and get it. You can start to work tools. You can start to work yes. with we talk about day in and day out that I talk about in the book, a, the AFA book. It, there are tools that you can use to stop, to cut that negative pattern and move it to the positive. And so the golden key is simply this that Emmett Fox said. He said, when you have an adversity in your life, immediately turn to God or universe or whatever your concept is of that higher power, that being, that entity, that that emanating love force. Immediately turn to that and say, I'm giving it to you. And now I'm not going to think about it. There you go. I'm going to hand it over, right? Hand over, over my trouble. Right? I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to go on with my life. And so right. the and, and okay. the magic, and it's not really magic because it is just a universal law. It's the way things work. The magic in it is that it works. As soon as you yeah. take, as soon as you let go of that, your mental energy is available to attract something different the weight lifted off right so yeah. think about nothing what can, what can possibly move in <laughs> if it's all yeah. bundled up with icky yuck so right so you yeah. get rid of the icky yuck here you go i'm gonna i gratefully give this over to you because what happens it opens up space for solutions <laughs> it creates right? the opening for something mm-hmm. that you're not even aware of yeah. Really, consider that there are things that could occur in your life, magnificent things that could occur in your life, that by holding on to old ways, holding on to old patterns, never become available because they're outside of your field of vision, your view of the world. You don't have that space for them to come into. Oh, my God. We could talk forever about that. Forever. We could. But, but you just, know what we're going to do? That's a little bit of daily love for the day. Uh, well, that's the part that I love about the daily love is because mm. it. I can always make it apply to cannabis. <laughs> I can just mm. take that thought and run with it. So what go. I was thinking here, right? So I'm thinking here. This is Wild Wednesday. <laughs> Wellness yep. for Wednesday. So I am thinking, gee, what, what could the golden opportunity or the golden key be? 
in regards to the endocannabinoid system. Well, the golden key is the endocannabinoid system. Think about it. Right. In cannabis, cannabis, the endocannabinoid system hand in hand. So the cannabis is an amazing adaptogen. It is like that key. It mm -hmm. goes in, unlocks the door to the largest neurotransmitter signaling system in our body yeah. that regulates all 11 organ systems, our immune system, and the neurotransmitter messenger signaling systems that tell our body to either turn off or turn off, turn on, turn off, turn on, turn off, right? The endocannabinoid yeah. system is constantly turning on and off. So can you imagine if you could even apply that to our thoughts? And Sherry, right? you can. So consider that the endocannabinoid system has been in the human body since the human body has been all of that there you body, go. all of those thousands of years it's been there right and then and all so of now sudden, we're just becoming aware all of right? a sudden of the a space sudden. was created by the research scientists who stepped out of what they thought was the case for the human condition they stepped right. out of that and said huh i wonder we have right. all of these chemicals. What are they doing? And then they just opened the space for that research to continue. And then they discovered the endocannabinoid system. The space was created because of how they thought about it. Right. So wow. how are we going to bring this into today? So cannabinoids are adaptogens, right? So oh, plant phytocannabinoids are adaptogens that help our bodies to adapt to stress. Oh. Right? And this could be and that's what we're going to talk about today. What is stress and life management difficulty? So I'm I was going through canakees and I'm like, you know, stress, everyone's been having it. There's a lot going on. I wonder if there's really an entire section in canakees about what is stress, what is life management difficulty, and yep. how cannabis can help. So I yep. found it. And, really and you know what, Sherry? Listen, stress is a killer. Stress yeah. is really indicated in so many disease states caused yeah. by stress. I mean, that constant <laughs> stress that you experiences that you experience changes the very nature of the chemical balance in your in your system, in your body. And over time, it will kill you. It's it's absolutely right. indicated in the aging process. So if you're in a considerable oh stress, you are not going to live as long as somebody who's able to initiate stress relief in their lives. Right. right. But so natural stress is normal. Okay. Right. And what yeah. it is, it's a response. It's a cascade of what Mark was talking about. Mm -hmm. Those physical, mental, emotional events that rapidly occur due to a very real or mm -hmm. a perceived threat right? Or a stressor. Right. So the stress response causes our body and our mind, our mind to respond really rapidly. That on off switch is going on and off so mm -hmm. fast to ensure our survival, right? And the right. goal of the stress response is to return our body back to homeostasis. Once that yep. fight or flight, once we've uh -huh. fought off that bear, <laughs> right? Right. Um, and so the interesting thing is that this acute fear can tell your body to step away from the cliff move away from that animal, right? Run right. from that tiger. You know, it has your body survival in mind. It's a very, and so that very is the old part of your brain, right? It's a yes. very old part of your brain that's kept you alive. 
for a long time. Thousands of years, the human race continues because this is part of what we are. Exactly. So the endocannabinoid system is turning on when we have that perceived danger. Mm -hmm. And when the danger is gone, the endocannabinoid system is supposed to turn off. Well, guess what happens if the switch isn't working so good? Mm -hmm. If the messenger signaling systems, our own internal endogenous cannabinoids like the plant, aren't able to stop, right? So it's going to continue to get these messages, continue to get the stress molecules, the adrenaline, the cortisol, Mm -hmm. all flooding in our bodies on a continuous basis. And what happens, Mark, right? It makes us more vulnerable to infections, disease, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not supposed to, it's not supposed to be flooding your body with adrenaline and cortisol all the time. It's just not the way it's supposed to be. But in it, here's the key. It's perceived threat, right? right? So it, it is individualized, whatever you perceive as a threat. And it always is tied to something in the past. It's just, you're going to relive that, relive that, relive that. And you get into this feedback loop of continually having the cortisol and adrenaline rush and your adrenal glands can become fatigued. And then, wow, now you're in a different place. (laughs) Now you're in bed for a few days. (laughs) Now you're in bed, right. You can, you can really become seriously ill directly as a result of stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when we were looking this up, right, I took a little bit of notes, wanted it to be just a little bit fancy. So stress, what are they calling it in Kanakis? They're calling it burnout, the lack of relaxation and leisure and social role conflicts, right? Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. Right. The organ system associated with stress is obviously the nervous system, the Mm -hmm. mental, emotional system. And then there are, you know, they have all of these different systems and how it affects our body. So Mark, how does it affect our body? we got a huge list. We can go back and forth. Okay. So free radicals due to oxidative stress can cause inflammation. And we know that inflammation also is indicated in the aging process. If you have constant chronic inflammation, it's not a good thing. Now, listen, inflammation is a natural part of your body's mechanism to repair tissue, right? But when it gets right. off kilter because of stress and other factors, and you have chronic inflammation, it's no bueno. It's not good. No bueno. Right. No, it's not. You have more no. And then what does it do? Inflammation right. and muscular tension. I mean, you know, I experience stress in my life, and I notice, like, my traps, my muscles right here, I'm telling you right now, hard as a rock right now. They never relax. Like, never. It looks like, ever. you know how I describe Not them? I, I feel them like ropes, like corded ropes in my neck. Right? Me too, and baby. So, me too. It's just distressing. Yeah, and so all. What are we going to do? Hmm. Cannabis. What are we going to do? We're going to do cannabis and lots We're of gonna it now. <laughs> We're going to manage it with cannabis. But there are other. We are. And a lot of other right? things. Other conditions. Yeah. Since hypertension, heart disease, cancer. The major killers, right? The major killers, all related to stress. Right. And then what happens too? So then the mental, emotional, so we have the physical response, the mental, emotional, trying to balance it, the anxiety, Uh, the chronic worry, the irritability, the aggression, the sleep disturbances, and then you're you're in that loop, (laughs) right? And then what happens is you want to try to make it 
<laughs> yeah, this one line, Sherry, is like that's like me to it in a in a, a T. Like I've got the greatest life ever, and I work hard at these things. But there are a lot of times that I have chronic worry, irritable, not necessarily aggressive, but I have sleep disturbances, and it's all related to just stress. So de-stressing, right. meditation, cannabis, all of these things we'll talk about. Right, we will. And the thing is, too, is what happens with a lot of people because they don't know how to manage their stress mm. is a lot of people turn to unhealthy adaptive behaviors right? in attempts to cope, right? So we're humans, right? So mm. no judgment here, but there are healthy and unhealthy adaptive behaviors. So some of the unhealthy adaptive behaviors which affect our endocannabinoid system are overeating, yep. right? The fast food, fried food, fake food, yep. nicotine. Mm -hmm. alcohol and other drug use. Right. Not all drugs, but some pharmaceuticals can deplete your body of nutrients and that sure can affect can. Yeah. You know, your, your, your physical self. So what happens so this is a, when stress triggers is a release of cortisol and cortisol is okay, the stress this is, hormone. So what happens yeah. here? So this is really interesting. <clears throat> so think about it. Our bodies are producing protein, right, to, to, to build muscle. Mm -hmm. So when you have elevated cortisol level in your bodies, what is it, it does is it limits or reduces your body's ability to process protein to build that muscle, which results in muscle loss. And that's so think huge. about that. That has a lot that's to big. do with how you metabolize foods and drugs and, and things you know, muscle mass is really important, you know, so the more muscle mass you have, the better your body's going to operate. Yeah. Here's the thing. When I was teaching at some women's gyms, the big, the big quote, the big chant was muscle dictates metabolism, muscle dictates metabolism. Here's the thing is women just think that starving themselves is going to help them to lose weight and build muscle. It's not. And everybody <laughs> used to get on the scale, Sherry, and that is the worst thing yeah. you can do because if you're if things are happening correctly in your fitness routine, you're going to gain weight because muscle is heavier than fat. So people have this crazy idea that it's about losing the pounds on the scale. Throw your freaking scale out. Get a get a body fat percentage calculator and maybe not throw your scale out because a lot of the new scales have that in it. It's about yeah. your body fat percentage. That's what you want to look at, not how much you weigh. It's how much exactly. of that weight is actually made up of body fat. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So think about this too. So when you're when you're stressed, you know, some people either overeat or don't eat enough, right? Yep. So when we crave the sugar, the sweets, the salty, mm -hmm. the fatty foods, it's because our brain. What does our brain see? Pleasure. <laughs> right. We want to. Yeah, we want to release me, that. Baby. Exactly. And so what it does is it temporarily relieves the tension. Until the effect wears off and then we're right. stressed again. And then we, you know, what we're lo looking for is we're looking to soothe ourselves. And oftentimes these soothing behaviors can become addictive behaviors. Of so every can. time that we're stressed, we want those choices. We want to use those things. And yeah. if they don't support and nourish our endocannabinoid system, that's where we can get into trouble. That's right. And, you so, know, and, and, it, and, you know, it really does slow our metabolism and increases the fat storage around our midsection. It's all very Ooh, scientific. Boy. It's all it very is. much, you know, we know how it happens. That cortisol in your system is cueing your body that these things are happening. So we better store some fat in case this is the time when we're not going to have any food available, which happened many times over the past multiple thousand years. So your body has built this, this 
defense mechanism of, hey, there's a lot of cortisol in my system. Oh my gosh, I better store fat. So stress in my gut. In my <laughs> gut, right? Think about right in the midsection. Think about this. This is this is insane. So think about this. Stress yeah. is going to help you to lose muscle mass in all the places in your body that you don't want to lose it. Mm. And it's also going to lay down fat on your belly, right? Yeah. Your abdominal organs, because those are your core organs. Mm -hmm. And our bodies are always trying to keep ourselves safe. So it says, whew, I'm going to put an extra layer there because you know what? I'm not feeling so safe. Right. I'm not feeling <laughs> safe. So I better store some fat because these might be the lean times and I'm going to survive. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. oh. so we're going to get a little bit. No, this is some sciencey stuff. Let's go I in. Like too. We got some yeah. studies. So the studies. We, got, we got a lot oh. of studies. 86 total studies, Sherry. Yep. On stress and cannabis. Yeah. yeah. What are we Zero got? lab studies. Right. Zero lab, but 30 animal studies, 15 meta-analysis studies. And Mark was talking about this yesterday, how they really dig and they, they look. Dig. Like and this, they group. This is statistical scientific research. Right. Yep. They look at the, these research and they classify them all in these little groups. Mm -hmm. Eight clinical human trials. And here's a big one. Six yep. double blind placebo studies. The gold standard. The gold standard. Yeah. <laughs> here's my favorite quote of the day. My favorite quote of the day. Having to do with stress and life management and these studies have shown overall positive 80% cannabinoids in managing stress. The positive clinical, meaning when they were looking at the data and were able yep. to you know, make a decision, was uh -huh. 71%. Yeah. And Mark, and you, you've said before that in traditional research, what are they looking for? Just 40%? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I think that's the threshold. <laughs> when a drug that the FDA is going to approve, they'll, they'll allow a 40% efficacy, like 40% of the time it works. Eh. Okay, that seems to be good enough. Okay, check, pass. But just think, here we go. Positive yeah. clinical, 71%. That's huge uh -huh. for cannabinoids. So the current scientific data implicated that the endocannabinoid system mm -hmm. is part of the central modulation of both physical, mental, and emotional stress, whether it be acute stress mm -hmm. or chronic stress. Right. Now, I don't know if you heard us all talk about this stuff, but this is definitely stress related. So we have this system in our body called the HPA. <laughs> has to do Hypothalamic pituitary adrenal access. Oh. Yes, it's a big one. So uh -huh. just think about this. And, and this is in, this is part of our, our, our anatomy and physiology. And then think right. of all the different areas of our brain, right? Mm -hmm. Very complex yeah. actions occurring simultaneously. Right mm -hmm. in the prefrontal cortex of our brain, our amygdala, which is our emotional processing center, mm -hmm. and our hypothalamus in our brain, all at the same time right. being intera interacting. And just and that's not even just the fat cells, and that's just not even you know the muscle wasting. These are other things that are happening in our brain in response yeah. to stress. Right. So, so when go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say. So you know when the HPA is activated and you know, all of these hormones are being released or not released. Um, you know, your primary endocannabinoids, anandamide and 2-AG, they play a role in these various yeah. portions of the brain as well during the different yeah. phases of that HPA access regulation of stress. 
So if your exactly. ECS is off and those right. endocannabinoids are not released when they need to be released or not degraded, you know, it's not going to be as efficient as it needs to be. And you're going to stay in that chronic stress state. Exactly. Think of on and off, on mm -hmm. and off. We produce internal endogenous cannabinoids like the plant and we release them on switch, off switch, on yep. switch, off switch. If you don't make enough of your own, the messages don't get where they need to go. Mm -hmm. And this is where the plants, you know, has an amazing impact on our stress coping mechanisms. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Yeah. So some of the results were a little bit inconclusive, but they were pointing to a potential adaptive or maladaptive role of cannabis. So you think about this, it is all about the balance. Mm -hmm. um, and some of the and some of the studies too, because remember how we talk about chemo bars, you know, cannabinoids, terpenes, essential fatty acids, whole plant. Yep. Yeah. And then we then we break it down, you know, it, what is the THC to CBD ratio? So some right. of the studies have begun to resolve some of the contradictory findings, which lies in the difference of the use of cannabis chemotypes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Chemotype one, more THC. Chemotype two, equal THC CBD. And chemotype three, more CBD than THC. Yeah. And, data and then the data shows them produce yeah. a different a variety of opposing effects on the central functions related to coping with stress. Right. So what is the bottom line? We're going to always get back to the bottom line. Always. <laughs> Homeostasis or balance. Right. Yep. Yep. The endocannabinoid system regulates all of their organ systems, our immune system, and the neurotransmitters that give mm -hmm. our body tell themselves to do something or not do something. The goal of cannabis or cannabinoid therapeutics is to bring in specific cannabinoids to help yeah. to regulate our entire body. Uh -huh. And there are other things that we can do to manage. And these are tools that we talk about all the time. So Mark, right. what are some of them? Yeah. So we got cannabis. <laughs> now breath work, Sherry, you and I love breath work. We use it all the time. It's magical. It like, it is. If Oh my gosh, some of the breath work that we've done facilitated by Jacques Theron, some of that was seriously, that was a that was a, a psychedelic trip. Psychedelic. Like you were able to induce psychedelic experience just by using your breath. Woo! Amazing. So Very what are the other things? What are some of the other things? So it's cannabis, breath work. Exercise. Motion oh. is the lotion. This is one of your favorite ones, right? So oh you think about God. when we exercise, we yeah. are releasing our own anandamine bliss-like molecule. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Really cool. And just to think too, <clears throat> Mark, when you take your CBD, mm -hmm. you exercise and you take your CBD, what are you doing? You're actually, the CBD is going to help your own bliss-like molecule circulate around your system just a little bit absolutely more. <laughs> absolutely and then we've got the next one that i am just such a huge fan of meditation it is a game changer literally it will change your brain it will increase the gray matter in your brain they have physically proven it with functional mri if you establish a meditation practice and it's not as hard as you think, if you say that you're not the kind of person that can meditate, you're the most likely one that should be meditating and you can do it. <laughs> you absolutely can. 
I mean, listen, I don't know about you, Sherry. I was diagnosed with ADD back in the day. That's just, you know, how I'm wired. It's, you know, I'm going to move on to the next thing. Meditation. I have a great meditation practice when I do it. Yes, or, when you do it. But here's the thing. Just think about this, too. Everything. It does change everything. So think about this. Every morning at 8 a.m., let us be your meditation, right? You're just going to start your day. You're going to say, I am AFA. I am AFA. You can all go away. <laughs> That's the new mantra. What else, Sherry? Right? Yeah, Get out right in on. nature. So, yeah, get in nature. I cannot wait for you to come back to the farm, right? Oh, nature is absolutely, here it is. Here's a quote. Nature is perfect. Think about that. Yeah. Perfect exactly as it is. It just happens. Yep. We don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't worry about it. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah, nature, getting outside, getting your feet right. in the earth, the sunshine, you know, we yep. plant. Just think about the plant. You know, how does the plant best grow? Well, a lot of people yeah. will debate that. But you know, think about being in nature. You know, it's natural environment. Right. Here's another good one, Mark. Oh, <clears throat> yoga. Oh, my God. I I found yoga in 1998. It became a yoga instructor in 1999. I love yoga. Oh, <laughs> I did, did yoga this morning. That was how I started my day. You know, I get up out of bed. I'm achy. I hurt a little bit. Immediately get on the mat. Oh, it was just absolutely yeah. marvelous. So think about what we're doing in yoga, okay? Meditating, yep. we're mindful, we're moving, and we're breathing. Four, mm -hmm. I call it the four pack, four for one <laughs> All yeah. in yoga. Yeah. What else we have? Energy healing, which we do on Frequency Fridays. Oh, Energy healing. Friday. Yeah. Yep. Energy, light, and information, Deep you know, changing your, your bioenergetic. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> food. We talk about food as medicine, our yeah. enteric nervous system, our yeah. gut communicates to our central nervous system or our brain via the endocannabinoid system. So it makes sense to make better food choices. Better food choices. And don't beat yourself up. Come on, ho, ho, no. rings, whatever, a bag of chips. It's just don't <laughs> do it every day. Like every now and again, it's a great treat. The best, the best diet in the world is the one that you'll stick to. I had one where there it was you go. days on and one day off. That one day off was a celebration. Ho, ho, anything you wanted to eat on that seventh day, it was awesome. You know what happened over the course of time? By eating the better foods for six days, when you get to the seventh day, you're like, I might as well just eat what I've been eating, maybe have a little bit. It, it's so good. So whatever the diet is that you find that works for you, that gets you to think about your food choices, is the best one. Yeah. And the final thing, Sherry, bum, bum, bum. avoid the toxins, you know, we can't avoid them all the time, but there are certain things that we can avoid alcohol, the fast yep. foods, the canned yep. foods, the box foods, the chemicals, the nicotine, you know, all of these different things we want to avoid. We want to keep our body, these meat suits. We only got one, right? Keep it healthy. <laughs> Damn right. Do the best you can. All right, we got to wrap it up because I got to get on a plane. We First time in a year. Okay. Oh, I know. Oh my God, that's so exciting. Oh. Mark is coming to Boston for how many days? A couple days. Uh, yeah, three days. I got a meeting. I got a meeting, meeting. tomorrow night, and uh, so I've got to pop in town. But then I'll be back yeah, full right. time in a few weeks. I'm excited. 
Good, good, yeah. good. Back to Massachusetts. And we're going to be doing it. a lot of great things on the farm. So yeah. Oh yeah. The green nurse farm. The green nurse down events. on the farm. Get ready, folks. Down on the farm. Monthly Get event, ready. Live so, events. It's back. Yeah, it's back. All right. So yeah. So what do we have the rest of the week? So tonight we have Therese, Taris Baptiste. Taris Baptiste. Yes. Former football player from the Atlanta Falcons, written a, has written a book about his cannabis experience. Now, his cannabis experience wasn't positive because it really, you know, started in high school and it altered the course and path of his life, not in a positive way. So we're going to talk yeah. like we're we're all about talking about everything to do with cannabis. And you know what? Yeah. And even even different perspectives, you know, perspectives. And so but like it's not all cannabis use is positive cannabis use. And so we're going to talk about that with Taris. He just uh, published his book, a book. in March. Um, he's a fabulous guy. So we're really excited to talk to him about, you know, why he wrote, what motivated for him to write the book and what his experiences were. And that, you know, we're all about perspective here. So it's going to be great to have That's it. Perspective consciousness, emotional yes. processing. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Because yep. you're all AFA and we want Boom. you to live your best life. <laughs> I'm going to have an AFA day because I'm jumping on a flight and I love to travel and I'm back in the game, vaccinated, wearing my mask. I'm on my way. So, yeah, my AFA day is awesome. It's so good to see all of you here this morning, guys. Thank you, too. Thank oh, you for Denise, joining us. Beth, Jack, Ashley, Carrie, those who posted up, those who were watching and not posting. We love you guys. Thanks for being a part of this. And my partner, Sherry, thanks for being a part of this. My AFA day is in full swing. And Sherry, what's it all about? Oh, goodness, Mark. I thought you'd never ask, but it is all about living your best life, helping others do the same, and decreasing stigma around what it means to feel good. We love you all. That's right. That's right. All right, folks, we'll see you later on tonight.